Why do we love craft dinner so much here in Canada? I, for one, feel as though I spent many years keeping them in business, but clearly I was not alone because it turns out uh, we per capita eat more craft dinner than any other country. Okay, I get that. It also shows up in our literature. In fact, when you read a lot, you will see that the depiction of food in books says a lot about the whatever culture, whatever it is that you're reading about. And you know what? Canada is no different. Dr. Shelley Boyd is with us now, the Dean of Kwantlen Polytechnic University and author of Canadian Literary Fair. Dr. Boyd, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Simi. Delighted to be here this morning. Well, why write about food in books? How, how does this impact the reader? It's a good question, Simi. Food is really important in literature. And uh, when you think about it, you know, authors don't have to feed their characters, they're not alive. So when they do put food in a text, it has something to say. And uh, usually it's, it's looking at that food voice. It has complicated stories to tell us. I love a book that has food kind of just written into it when like a good meal. And they could describe it a little bit, but you're right. Not every book does that, does it? No, that's right. Some characters, I mean, you never see them eat, right? And then other other so stories, true. sometimes the author will give enough that you could actually cook a recipe from a novel, right? They go into so much detail, so much rich detail that you're, you're tempted to recreate that dish. Dr. Boyd, you're kind of blowing my mind right now because I had not considered this before. <laughs> but you're right in that some books, I, I do really love the descriptions of food there. And so is there in Canadian literature, would you say, is there Canadian literary fare in there? Oh, for sure. I mean, there's certain foods that we see a great deal of, like craft dinner, for instance. Uh, when you start looking through Canadian literature, craft dinner is everywhere, right? And usually very brief references, but it, it's there throughout. And, uh, you know, it's interesting, too, in Canadian literature, we always call it craft dinner or KD, which is very different from the States. They refer to it as craft macaroni and cheese dinner. And it's because the brand changed in the U.S. in the 1970s. But Canada kept the original name, and so we have a unique vocabulary in Canada. What other types of food shows up in Canadian literature? Uh, many, many foods, of course. Uh, you know, we're a very diverse country, um, but also thinking about our colonial past. So, for instance, bison, and thinking about uh, what has happened on the plains and, and the loss of the bison, but also their persistence. So seeing both how Indigenous and non-Indigenous writers write about bison can be very telling about those histories and colonial past and, and the present and how, um, you know, those, those struggles continue. Food is the way I know that we communicate with each other, the way cultures, I think, communicate with each other as well. So has, would you say there is a Canadian culture around food? Oh, for sure. Um, usually what we found through our book when we were writing this is that um, food in Canadian literature often has a, a challenging story to tell. So the, the foods often speak of sometimes poverty, scarcity, exclusion, colonialism. It can be very different from the celebratory narrative we often find in a Canadian cookbook, which maybe talks about bounty, right, and, and celebrating sort of the, the richness of our food. Canadian literature tells another side to our food narrative. And usually there is this longing for connection, longing for belonging. What other side then? How, how does that manifest? Well, what we sort of discovered, Austin, there were a number of um, stories that came up talking about tea and oranges, 
And of course, you think about the very famous Leonard Cohen song, you know, Suzanne takes you down to her place by the river, she feeds you tea and oranges, and, and of course draws you near to her. Tea and oranges is sort of this, this interesting combination in Canadian literature, where something magical kind of happens when they come together. And usually it is about some sort of connection that characters are looking for, you know, wanting to belong, wanting to, to have that kind of inspirational moment over food where people truly connect. It, that is so interesting. Well, I'm glad to see you've written a book about it. I'm going to have to check it out, Dr. Point. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks so much, Simi, and have a wonderful weekend. You too. That's a lot to think about. That is Dr. Shelley Boyd, Dean of Kwantlen Polytechnic University, also author of a book called Canadian Literary Fair. I love a book that has some descriptions of food in there. I just do. And she's absolutely right. I hadn't really thought about it before, though, that some books don't. Some books never mention food. The characters never really eat anything. Uh, But I prefer a book that definitely has a little bit of description in there. It gives you just more of an idea of kind of what it's all about. If you want to weigh in, see me at cknw.com.